You've just accessed Shekinah glory, the place where God dwells among His people. Prepare now to receive the Lord as Pastor Rex Ricks connects you to the power of God through the prophetic revelatory preaching and teaching of the Word of the Kingdom of God. Experience the revelation of Jesus Christ on another level from the place where God dwells among His people. Now, hear the Word of the Lord. Chapter 2, New Living Translation, and I'll, if I can get selected verses, verses 4, 5, and 7. Revelation, notice I said revelation, not plural, one, uh, uh, no S, revelation. It was John's revelation as God revealed it to him. A lot of times we say revelations. No, he had one vision. Amen. It was one revelation. Um, and, of course, um, the, the book of Revelation, it's about... Um, it, or what it does, it explains the true identity of Christ. It lets us know who Christ really is. Uh, it, it's something else you'll find or discover throughout the book of Revelation, something else that is dis disclosed. Um, uh, what is to take place after you leave here? Amen. So in a lot of times, a lot of times people have been uh, shied away from it over the years, but actually it's, it's prophetic in nature and, it, and it's probably the best book in the Bible because it tells you about life everlasting. So it's not a book to be uh, shied away from, but it's actually it's a book uh, that we should actually run to or a book that we should look to discover. Amen. But um, one of the things that John does, um, he writes to warn Christians and he also commends them on their good things, especially the first few chapters when he's writing to the churches. Uh, he commends them for their strength but he also warns them about their flaws. And uh, it's important that when the Lord speaks, that we hear and do. So just as he spoke to the church then, he is saying the same thing to the church today. <laughs> Are you with me? And if you would write this down, I'm going to give you this in advance. And I'm really um, doing a small review, and we're going to pick up as to where we are. But we've been talking about being rooted in Jesus. That is the motif or the theme that God has given for this house for this year, uh, being rooted in Jesus, being a little bit more stable in Christ now, being grounded in Christ. And we've learned throughout this, the more we chase after him, the, 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 not only do we grow in faith, but there should be a difference in the life of the believer. We are the difference makers we are the sanctified ones, the ones that are set apart. And there should be a difference between night and day, saved and unsaved. And one of the things that we're going to see here, uh, no drums, please. One of the things we're going to see here is that uh, uh, this particular church, they fell away from God, just as much of the body of Christ is doing today. And one of the things we want to do is get back on course and stay on course. That's why it's good to do regular spiritual checkups. <laughs> Are y'all here? But let's look at the loveless church. Um, Revelation. And write this down for a subheading. We're talking about um, being rooted in Jesus. But for a subheading, we're talking about, or I'm going to give you eight ways to regain your focus. Eight ways to regain your focus. What did I just see? Say, eight, all over this place, eight ways to regain your focus. Now, these are things that Holy Spirit gave to me, and I'm sure there are more than eight, but these are the eight that he would have me to share with you on today. Um, Revelation, 
to, let's read uh, verse 4, 5, and 7. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's read. But I have this complaint against you. You don't love me or each. I'm not hearing everyone. Let's, let me hear everyone. But I have this complaint against you. You don't love me or each other as you did at first. Hmm. Okay, hold on. Let me read verse 4 again and 5. But I have this complaint against you. You don't love me or each other as you once did. Now, let me say this. The church of Ephesus, which means desire, this was a, at one time a desired church, a church that was fervent, a church that was constant, a church that was known for sharing Jesus. Huh? Notice, he give, he's given good points. But then he also said, now, even though you're good over here, this is what you need to work on. You know, you're good about showing up on Sundays midweek, but you're not declaring me in the marketplace. When you're out and about, nobody knows that you're riding with me. Nobody knows that you are a believer. Nobody knows that you are the light of the world, the salt of the earth. Hmm. Look at verse 5. Can't write this down. I said this some weeks ago. The first danger sign of a believer that's growing cold. Excuse me, the first danger sign for any believer is to grow cold toward Christ. That's a danger sign. It's when you begin to grow cold for your love for Jesus. That's, that's a danger sign that maybe I've lost focus. I'm not focused. Are you with me? Look at verse 5. Look how far you're falling. Realize you are not as committed as you once were. You used to be dedicated. You honored me one time with everything that came into your hands. You spoke about me everywhere you went. You were never ashamed of me when you first received me. <laughs> Remember when you first got saved, everywhere you went, everyone would say, all he talk about is Jesus. All she talk about is Jesus. Do you, are you like that now? And if you're not, who, you, who did you allow to stop you from declaring who's head of your life? We're talking to Christians. And see, and this is important because what happened to the church of Ephesus, notice he said, uh, Turn back to me and do your first works that you did. Do your first works that you did at first. If you don't repent, I will come and remove your lampstand from its place among the churches. Now, removing the lampstand again, he's not talking about losing your salvation, but he was talking about losing their witness as a light-bearing church in the city. Today, Ephesus is modern-day Turkey, and I've been echoing this, which is 98% Islamic. And I submit to you the reason why it's 98% because way back then. They allowed their witness to be watered down. So since nobody else is declaring Jesus, we're going to ride with the who, whoever's talking the loudest, whoever's talking the most sounds viable. So we can ride with whoever's doing the most talking. Wow. Notice he says, look how far you're falling. This is a good place to do a self-introspection. Look within ourselves. Look how far. Matter of fact, are you still excited? Are you still excited about Jesus? As you once were. Let me tell you something. Your relationship has to be so solid that even your wife, my wife, won't stop me from loving Jesus. My husband won't stop me from being on fire for Jesus. My homeboy, my homegirl, the, the frat, the fraternities, the sororities, the club, the cliques, the whatever. Nobody's going to separate the love that I have. For you. That, your commitment should be that strong that nothing is going to come between me and Jesus. Wow, look how far you've fallen. Mm. Verse 7, key verse, verse 7. 
anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand, understand, excuse me, what he is saying to the churches. Man, if you have ears to hear, what, what should I do? Take heed to what the Lord is saying. Hebrews 2 and 1 says this. Now, I wanted to go back to Revelation because it's been a couple weeks since we talked about this, but the point I want to show you is look how far you've fallen to the ones who are saying, I'm, uh, you know what, Pastor? And it, it, it takes a mature person to admit, you know, I, I have to admit I'm not zealous as I once were. Let me tell you something. Even to the single people, and I'm going to show you in a minute that you should, be more, you should be on fire more so than the person who's married and have more responsibilities. Not that the person who was married and have more responsibilities shouldn't be on fire, but a person who was single doesn't carry the responsibilities as someone who is married. So perhaps you can stay out longer on a weekend and share Jesus because you don't have anybody to answer to when you go home, opposed to the married man who needs to have himself at home around 8, 8.30. Because it's going to be hard to explain where you been at 4 in the morning, sharing Jesus with who, where at. Show me some evidence. Are you here? Are you with me? Hebrews 2, 1 says this. We must pay the most careful attention, therefore, to what we have heard. This is the NIV version. So that we don't drift away. So the writer says this. Man, you have to give attention to what you are hearing, except you begin to drift away. So what am I saying? I can't allow... To myself to be in this type of environment, getting this word straight from the throne of God, then act as if I haven't heard him speak. No, Lord, I receive my portion for my life. And watch this. You may be the person that's saying, Pastor, I'm good. I'm straight. I don't have any issues. Run all the more stronger. <laughs> Perfect person. Help us. Amen. Watch this. Notice earlier, because I, I want to get into this how to remain focused because the mere fact that he says, look how far you've fallen is a good indicator that perhaps the main thing is no longer the main thing. Perhaps God is no longer first in your life. Perhaps kingdom is no longer a priority to you. Perhaps living for Christ is no longer important. This, these are things that we can read through the text that he's saying. Look how far you've fallen. Man, listen, some of us used to do like we did when we were heathens. We'll club all night, but we would get up and go to work. When you first got saved, the stuff that you used to do before you really got, you know, before you walked out of it, you would still do it, but you was at church on Sunday morning. Now, now you do it, don't even get up, man. Come on, man. Still come, get the word. Uh, okay. Uh, y'all, see, and that's another uh, message in itself. Again, notice I said there should be a difference. He said, listen, man, if you don't turn back to your first love, I'm going to remove the witness. You, 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 you will have no witness. And there should be a difference. And people are looking. People are watching you. And, and when Paul was talking to the church at Corinth in uh, chapter 6 around verse 12, he said, listen, man, I, although we're free to do certain things, I don't do it. Especially if it's going to cause me to be a stumbling block to you. Are you here? And, and watch this. And people tickle me with this one. Even though the position is different, to whom much is given, much is required. But as Christians, we're hold, excuse me, we're held to the same accountability, to the same standard. Just because I'm a pastor doesn't mean that, that you get to make uh, uh, allotments for nonsense and I can't. You, we, we all walk in the same street, man. We all are abiding by the same word. 
So if it's wrong for me to do it, it's wrong for you to do it. Right? Are you here? And I say that to say because sometimes we can make an excuses as to why we keep doing what we're doing. Look how far you've fallen. Wow, this is good. You here? Listen to this. I said earlier that we have to give ourselves regular spiritual checkups, right? Did you, you, you remember me saying that? Look at what uh, Paul says in 2 Corinthians 13, 5. 2 Corinthians 13, 5, message translation. Listen to this. Test yourselves to make sure you are solid in the faith, rooted. Don't drift alone, taking everything for granted. You remember, remember last week I said, man, when you get to a Bible teaching, faith teaching minute, man, you ought to be excited. Don't take what you're getting for granted. Man, I'm getting the word. I mean, you're not getting up here playing games with me, saying stuff out of the air. You are showing me line upon line, precept upon precept, rightly divided. Oh, man, I'm not taking that for granted. Test yourselves to make sure you are solid in the faith. Don't drift alone taking everything for granted. Listen to this. He says, give yourselves regular checkups. I would circle that. You need firsthand evidence, not mere hearsay, that Jesus Christ is in you. Test it out. If you fail the test, do something about it. In other words, now, now watch this. When you look how far you've fallen, do something about it. If you see where there is slippage, hey, man, I, I don't give like I used to. Do something about it. I don't worship like I used to. Do something about it. I don't pray like I used to. Do something about it. I don't love like I used to. Do something about it. I don't do this like I used to. Do something about it. That's what he's saying. But my proclivity proclivity may not be yours and yours may not be his or your, his may not be yours but nonetheless whatever area I need working on do something about it wow are you here this is what apostle was saying let me annotate this this is what he's saying in this verse 2 Corinthians 13 5 he's calling Christians to examine and test themselves to see you know what the words he said Man, check, check and see if you're a real Christian if you're a Christian for real or are you playing games? Because if there's no change, uh, uh, perhaps, you know, you, you would just play playing. You remember we did that years ago growing up. Thank God for, thank God for, uh, that, I, that I learned. I told, you, I, I told you guys before, I got saved about 975 million times. Every week, we say, Lord, thank Lord. I can't, I can't, I, can't, I don't even remember how many times I got before the church. I think because back then, after you get up from the altar, they, you know, they would have you to say what happened. Well, what happened? Uh, uh, I, I got saved. <laughs> what happened this time? Uh, I got saved. Didn't he get up there last week? <laughs> John says this the person, not saying you won't ever miss, make a mistake, but the per person who practices. The person who willfully, intentionally gets up every day and continues to sin, he says that maybe his seed doesn't remain in you. In other words, that's not a characteristic of someone who has really had an encounter with Christ. You should have more uh, 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 good days than bad days. Man, come on, y'all. Are you here? And you can stop. What did I say last week? If you can't stop doing that thing that opposes the word, then Christ died in vain. That's why he died, to destroy the works of the devil, to loose the works of the devil. In, in Romans 6, he says, sin shall no, shall no longer have dominion over you. So anything that came as a result of sin, once you have been purchased by the blood of Jesus, that thing no longer has dominion over you. You just have to renew your mind, man. 
woman? Are you here? So, so Paul says we should look for a growing awareness of Christ's presence and power in our lives. Only then will we know if we are authentic or simply imposters. Can you see your spiritual growth? Has your language changed or do you still have to use all types of uh, expletives when you get your point across? I mean, for real though, I mean, you talked like that 15 years ago when you said Jesus came into your life, man. Build your vocabulary. vocabulary. Okay, y'all looking at me like, I mean, you still, uh, you know, for real? Last night we was on the way home from a play, and the kids were in the car. We were in a conversation. I don't know how we got on it, but I was telling the kids, "Listen, you don't don't drink. It ain't good for you." Been there, done that. Well, Dad, did you do? Yeah, I did it, so you won't have to do it. I'm telling you, it's nasty. <laughs> don't smoke weed. Why? Cause it's bad for you. People can lace it with whatever. <laughs> Daddy didn't smoke weed. Preachers, kids, I say, shut up, be quiet. I'm trying to help you. <laughs> <laughs> I was taking one for the team. I did it so you wouldn't have to do it. Sacrifice. That's why I did it, so you wouldn't have to do it. You ought to be glad about it. <laughs> but my, my, my point is this, man. Am I saying if you go get high, you can go to hell? No. I'm gonna say if you go, if, if, am I saying if you go drink whatever you get, you're going to hell? No. My point is, and y'all hear me say this all the time, the more you mature, certain things you just shouldn't want to do. Are y'all here? Because people are looking. Now, it's good for you to go out to dinner and have a bottle of wine on your table, but let me do it. See, I told you. He a crook. Look at him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you here? Wine is a mocker. Strong drink is raging. And the scripture says anyone who is deceived thereby is unwise. Chew, Chew on that for a second. But, but here, here's the point, guys. You don't want to live in such a way that it kills your witness. Because here's the thing. If nothing changes, what are we living for? If, if nothing changes, I mean, if, if I look exactly like I did when I first got saved, I need to look how far I've fallen. I mean, watch this. And here's oxymoron. You, you have some who actually worship more when they were heathens. Go figure. Get saved. I mean, they have to put it on schedule. I think I'll go that Sunday. The, the, the third band sings. I think I'll go that Sunday. Uh, Pastor Tracy teaches that. Okay, I'll go that Sunday. Uh, I think I... Look at your neighbor and say, look how far you've fallen. Don't be scared to say it to your neighbor. Look, they ain't going to bother you. They look at your neighbor and say, look how far you... Don't, it, 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 boy, y'all some scared folk up in here. Look at your neighbor and say, look how far you've fallen. Let me say something. I'm going to need a couple extra minutes. If, look, listen to this, guys. If we're not taking act, active steps to grow closer to God, we're drawing further away from him. If we're not taking active steps to grow closer to God, we are drawing further away from him. Take heed to what you have heard. Give more earnest heed to things that you have heard, except you drift away. You're either drawing closer to or further away. There's no gray area. Wow. Can I say something? Your spiritual worship is a direct reflection of where you are with God. Your spiritual worship is a direct reflection of where you are with God. 
how you live. It, it's a picture of where you are with God. Your attitude is nothing more than an than, than than image of where you are with God. Your conversation lets us know where, where you and God are. The way you give lets us know where you are with God. Your walk. Look how far you've fallen. Your focus is off. These are things that Revelation suggests. I mean, he's somewhat ambiguous because he didn't pinpoint, so it was left open to more than one interpretation. So, I mean, there are very, uh, various ways how we can say that. Look how far you've fallen. Man, you're not focused anymore. Your vision is obscured. Hmm. You're slipping. <laughs> it, 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 can, can I say something? Christians should understand Christians. Now, now this is oxymoron. How, how are we both Christians, but we have different views on you believe in being celibate, she believes in selling a bit. <laughs> or he believes in selling a bit, you believe in being... Did I say selling a bit? I didn't come to hear that. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Listen, this is the point. If we're, if we're both Christians, we should have the same views. Watch this. And it shouldn't be a struggle. Oh, this is for the person watching my live stream. So if we're both Christians, we should be on the same playlist, and we ain't doing anything until we walk down that aisle, get married, and get to the hotel or wherever it is you want to do your thing. Okay? That, that should be the understanding among Christians. And if it's not, one of us should say, look how far we've fallen. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.